welcome to Saint City Dreamers. Each week we talk to interesting people who are living their dreams. They found their passion and they are making the jump from thinking about it to actually doing it. Life is short and we believe everyone should dream big. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of St. City Dreamers. This past week, I was on a panel with a few other podcasters from the St. Louis area on St. Louis Public Radio, and I learned a whole bunch about what to do and what not to do with podcasting. I learned a whole bunch about using multiple mics and editing your stuff, things I should have probably already known anyway. It was a great experience, and I'm so thankful to St. Louis Public Radio for having me on. I learned a lot, and so I apologize for the massive amounts of ambient sound in this week's episode. Amanda is a fantastic person, full of charm, very sweet, and I really hope that you'll stick with it. She does not deserve for you to turn this off because I am a crappy podcaster. But I promise you, I'm going to get better at this. I'm going to keep working at it, and I'm going to get more, more than one mic. So stick with it. Listen to this week's episode, and with that, we'll jump in. Hey, welcome to another episode of Saint City Dreamers. I'm your host, Dustin Bryson, and we're at a very cool place right now. Are we not? We are. We are sitting at Blueprint Coffee. I am looking at a coffee roaster as we speak. In the, we are in the Del Mar Loop, and we are enjoying uh, tea and coffee. And I am with Amanda Willens. You have to say it that way. Willens. Uh, she is the owner of FeedMeWithAmanda.com. What is FeedMe with... A, is this... It sounds like a... Uh, a dispensary when you go visit the alligators and you put the quarter in there and it gives you the thing and you feed the alligators. What is Feed Me With Amanda? That's awesome. Um, <laughs> so it's actually my food blog, as uh, I like to call them instead of websites. Um, I just came up with this and it's really just a way to showcase some really great restaurants in St. Louis, um, showcase some recipes that I make at home that you too can make at home that are fun, and then also some of my travels and the amazing food that I have eaten on my travels as well. And so, when you say feed me with Amanda, are, is it like aggro? Are you like, feed me with Amanda? <laughs> or it, how do you say it when you say it? Yeah, it's a little bit like Tui and Tui Tui and um, Ratatouille. Uh, oh, course, yes. You know, the totally feed different me, movie. Feed me, Seymour. Yes. Um, so, really, just coming up with the name is just very hard when you're thinking about food, and there's just so many that, I mean, it's kind of overpopulated right now, so just coming up with a name is kind of incredibly hard. Yeah. Not just trying to sound like narcissistic, but I wanted my name in there somehow. Absolutely. Um, and so, just trying to think of different ways, and Feed Me itself is already taken, and I really liked that one because you can, as my blog says, Feed Me at Home, Feed Me St. Louis, Feed Me Travels. It just kind of flows nicely sure. with all the other ones. So. It is. It's an interesting name, but right. definitely one that people remember, and they get to know my first name right off the bat. Yeah, and you, I mean, you put a brand together. You put a whole idea together. It's a concept, and if you go to the website, you're going to see, like she said, the different feed me's. Yeah. Uh, I once I wanted to start a, a food blog at one point. Yeah. And when actually when I first moved here, and I was going to call it Eat It, 
actually I lived in Austin before I lived here. I was going to call it Eat It Austin, and then it, that was taken. And then I was, and then I wanted to do St. Louis, so I was going to, it was going to be like Eat It St. Louis. And then like, but the, it didn't. I just didn't do it. Yeah. I yeah. did this instead. So. So, I mean, would you consider yourself a foodie? Yeah, I think, honestly, like, that term now can be taken by anybody. I think that, you know, it's such a big, like, I don't want to say it's a hashtag, but it is at the same time. But it definitely is. I mean, people people that just love food, I think everybody loves food, but they're just those people that will just continually eat crappy food just because it's there and it's readily available and I just want to show people how easy it is to find great restaurants in St. Louis to be able to find you know recipes at home so I think everybody can be a good foodie and love food like I do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and be a foodie so I definitely consider myself one for sure so a foodie that that loves food loves Mm -hmm. to find the little hidden gems of restaurants loves to take photos of it and write about it do you cook though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what are your favorite meals to make? Um, one of my ones that I'm going to be putting up soon, it's my kind of go-to um, that we make a lot in the house, is jambalaya. Love that. I like to do a lot of foods that I didn't get growing up. I love making pies and cookies and baking a lot, but I also just really love to cook. Um, my favorite things to make usually involve breakfast or brunch. I love that type of food. But I also have an intense sweet tooth. Anybody that follows me on Instagram will probably just laugh just because more than half of the food <laughs> has sugar in it. And so everybody's always teasing me. They call me the ice cream queen in my family. They think it's funny, but it's just my life. So yeah, I really, I just love to cook. And so all those recipes on my site are mine. And if I get inspired from somebody, I cite them just to let them know. And I like to, you know, look at local people and see what they're making and try to take my own version of it and go around different cultures and try to get some inspiration from that as well. So what is it about food? I mean, what do you think it is about food that, that, I mean, obviously it tastes good, it gives us energy, but what is it, I mean, what other thing is there that that people have sort of rallied around as communities and it's become like urban gardeners and food deserts and, I mean, there's all this terminology around it now. We have farm to table, we have organic, we have cage free, we have, I mean, there's all this stuff now. It's this, is it just because... It's hipster now, or is it? Is there something else? Like, what is it about food? So, I really, when you think about it, um, we need just a few things in life to sustain ourselves. So, I mean, obviously, you gotta drink water. <laughs> you gotta do those things. You gotta sleep. However, with food, like, it actually gives you something to work on. With water, like, yes, we can have whole water movements, and we need them. You know, out in California, where there's droughts and things, but you really can't make intense movements on like Instagram about water and like the different tastes of the water and the different whatever and then same with sleep like are you gonna Instagram yourself sleeping are you gonna you know it's just this kind of cultural just like boom with yeah like you were saying all the different things that are going on in community gardens and making sure that we have fresh ingredients and organic ingredients and I think that it goes back to I mean really everybody's been eating since the beginning of time and how has that affected us and what happens you know I joke around with people a lot talking about like when we were growing up and how crappy the food was like 
hamburger helper every night or, you know, like TV dinners and just like how different that is to like the parents nowadays and what they feed their kids are just so different and not for every household. Not every household can afford, you know, certain meals or think that they can't afford certain meals with food deserts. I was a sociology major, so sorry to get deep on that. Um, <laughs> but it is, I mean, it's something that everybody needs to survive. So why not make it a very pleasurable experience and make sure that we're doing, you know, food correctly? If you will. Sure. Well, I, I mean, I, I get it, right? Like, I love yeah. food. I, I love uh, coffee. And yeah. this, this podcast is not about me. But I'm so nerdy about coffee that I yeah. have a My Maps Google map. Love it. With all the coffee <laughs> shops I've ever been to all over the world. Awesome. Photos, uh, my reviews. Yeah. And, and so, and there's, of course, a coffee movement. I mean, that right. goes without saying. Um, and, and so, but, but cooking, it, to me, is in the home is different. I, I see how it could be attractive. I, yeah. I don't cook. Yeah. I'm terrible. <laughs> I love to eat. Yeah. But I, I feel like if it was more interactive, and by that I mean like if it was a family thing, mm-hmm. like we were, we were sitting around the kitchen, I'm chopping this and my wife's doing that, my kids are ha- like just there coloring or whatever, like I think that would be a lot more fun. Yeah. But the way... You know, it, it takes 30 minutes to prepare 40 minutes, an hour to prepare food, and then you eat it in, in my case, four minutes. Right. And then you're like, okay. And it was delicious, and I loved it. And that community time where you're sitting at the table with your friends and family is wonderful. And, like, that's like barbecuing. Like, that's why I think guys connect with it so well. Because we are out in the yard with right. a beer. Maybe we're playing some kind of game in the yard. It's sort of this interactive thing. You come back to it. You go back to what you were doing, your conversation or whatever. Um, And so what is it for you in particular that just is attractive about the food, the whole food world? Is it discovering the new place? Is it it the, the, the food itself or is it the community that comes with it? Um, I think it's a lot of things for me personally. I do think that what you're talking about, I think it's hard sometimes for families to make food together. If you don't have the space to do it, you're not going to have that ability. Just like, you know, if you don't have that kitchen island where all of you could be chopping and coloring and doing whatever else it is, then you're going to have that trouble. The community definitely is a big part here, which I was not expecting necessarily by starting the blog. I really just wanted to connect with the city. Being um, here, I just wanted to find a way to really engage with people that lived here and engage with restaurants here and just find a passion and love for the city just because I'm not from here and I know that people from here love St. Louis like they have such a strong passion for this city and I was like what am I missing out on I I don't know what this is because I'm not from here wait you didn't just drive in and go this is the greatest place I've ever been yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you have such bad media coverage across the United States about what St. Louis is and it's not accurate it's not an accurate portrayal whatsoever about what this city is like so the community aspect has been great as far as cooking at home I actually like to do it alone for the most part Um, it kind of calms me I've been doing it since I was about five years old was my first cooking lesson I made green eggs and ham great. I'm sure it was so tasty. I think I made it probably like every day for like the following two months for my parents. I don't even eat ham. And I was just sitting there like, hey guys, you want this? And they were like, you make that. Sure, honey. <laughs> like, okay, we'll eat it. Good parents. Good yeah, parents. good parents. Yeah, I just always had an intense love for it. I uh, used to force my parents to buy me, you know, little like easy bake ovens and things like that. And I just 
loved it. And as soon as they allowed me to cook dinner at home, it was like I cooked it every single night. Really? And yeah, just loved doing it. My mom would let me come in with like her old cookbooks from like, you know, she had been gifted for like their wedding from like the 80s. And I'd be like, Mom, like, can we make this? And she's like, I don't even know what that is. Like, <laughs> sure, honey, why not? So it is, it's something for me that I got to do with family members, but sometimes just going into the kitchen and like being in the zone and just kind of doing my thing, it makes me feel good and I love like seeing the joy on someone else's face as they're eating my food. Like there's nothing as rewarding to me. I love, I'm a gift giver, I love doing things like that. But you, brought, you brought me a gift? Yes, I had to, I had to. I made some treats last night. So yeah, it's just, it's one of those incredible things to witness somebody else enjoying something that you've made and that you've spent so much time thinking about, going out to the grocery store, getting stuff, prepping and making and just a lot that goes into it so it's wonderful to see that happiness on someone else's face it sounds like you like making people happy that is yeah that's my favorite thing yeah <laughs> so on the on the website again feedmewithamanda.com walk me through it I know there's, there are multiple parts to it. There's yeah. recipes, there's stuff from St. Louis, there's stuff from travels. Tell me about Tell me about each section. Um, so like I said, I really started it when I was coming here to St. Louis. Um, I really thought, okay, how can I connect with this community? And at first when I was moving here, I thought, I'm going to do community theater again. That's going to be my thing. And then I got here and I started realizing when I got the most joy out of my day was when we would try out a new restaurant or we would go to a new ice cream parlor, or we'd go somewhere, and I just would look around me, and everyone was just so happy. Everyone was so happy with the food, everyone was so happy with the community, the environment, and I was like, you know what? I'm going on Instagram, I don't see that many pictures of these different places. I'm gonna capture this for people. And there are, you know, a few here, but it's nothing like those big cities like Chicago, New York, Washington, D.C., L.A., that just are overpopulated online with photos of the different places and telling you where to go and what to eat. And so I just really wanted to capture that. And I just met some amazing um, people through that as well and just amazing chefs and some incredible people that just run beautiful businesses through it. So that's the whole St. Louis page. It has different break-offs, so you can have lunch and dinners, brunch places because I'm a bruncher, sweets, and then local events. So things like the Greek festival that comes to town, the festival of nations that comes to town. Just all these different things. Uh, this weekend, you know, we start food truck time. Mm -hmm. right, and that's right. just going to start all the different food truck festivals that happen during the summer. So really just trying to engage the community in that way and kind of show them where they can go. And I love getting suggestions from people. That's been my favorite part about Instagram is somebody going, oh, hey, I saw that you tried a donut here. Have you tried here? I'll have people send me photos of theirs. This is what I ate for dinner tonight. You should definitely go here. You know, ask for this, ask for that. It's been so much fun on that level for sure. The recipe part. Once again, organized kind of by breakfast foods, savory foods, sweets again, of course. <laughs> um, I know people are like, you have a lot of sweets on your website. I'm like, yeah, You're the dessert lady, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just kind of categorized in that way. Um, a lot of seasonal, you'll kind of like look through and be like, oh, you could tell this was winter. And mm -hmm. you can tell now that we're getting into the different seasons. Mm -hmm. And then we have the travel part, which is really fun. It's just, you know, we go out of town and... You just want to be able to capture all the different things that you're doing when you're on a trip, but that's not always what you need to be doing. So a lot of people are like, oh, you're at a restaurant, why are you taking pictures of food? Well, actually, I'd rather be in a restaurant, take two minutes to take a picture of my food, than when I'm out and about and stopping and not taking in the beauty of the environment. I'm still going to have probably about an hour to two hours in a restaurant to enjoy my meal, to look at my food some more. Um, to take two pictures or three pictures of my food isn't going to 
harm as much to me as just going around constantly taking pictures, not paying attention to where I am, not noticing the beauty of the environment. And it's just really fun to be able to come back and, you know, friends here go, oh, you took that trip to Chicago, where did you end up going? Oh, here are the things we did. And they're like, there are no pictures of you. Right. <laughs> I'm like, well, funny story, my ice cream is way cuter. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just kind of a fun, different setup. I just wanted to include so many things. I was proud of myself for cutting it off at food. Right. That's what I have to tell myself. There you go. <laughs> it, it is hard to whittle down when you're interested oh, yeah. in a whole bunch of stuff. Right. I totally get it. Creative uh, people have that problem. It's, I think a lot it's ADD, right? Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I totally understand. You want to do everything. So, uh, you're you're a photographer. Were you always a photographer, and you chose food, or were you? What, did you get into photography because of the food, and because you wanted to do the blog? So I actually started probably photographing when I was in my sophomore year of college. I got a little dinky Olympus camera, and it was my favorite gift ever. And I used to do engagement uh, photo shoots, a lot of family photos. It wasn't really by any means like professional. I called myself amateur for sure. But just making people happy was really fun, and I really do like to photograph people. Yeah. Um, so when I started thinking about the food blog, I was like, well, this will be great because I can photograph already, and that'll be really fun. I hate writing. Mm. not very good at it, so a lot of times I have to have my editors, aka all of my friends, that were English majors, communications majors, read it through. And a lot of mispunctuation, because I like to ramble. So it was really, you know, it came in after the fact, and I just recently upgraded my camera, just because I was like, I'm going to take myself seriously. Yeah. Serious people, and love some serious equipment. So I got a new camera, and I've just been loving it, but it is, it's one of those things where, like, if you love photography, to photograph only one thing mm -hmm. is kind of hard, so now I find myself, like, telling my friends, like, will you just really quickly stand over there so I can just take a picture, please, yeah. of a person, <laughs> not of a pancake? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I want right now. So yeah, I just, I think it worked out nicely for me, but I definitely still love photography and plan on doing it no matter what happens to the blog. I know. Yeah, I, uh, I uh, obviously I also love photography, yeah. <laughs> and but I have found photographing food uh, is hard. Yeah. It's it's I think it's much much more difficult than my favorite thing to photograph is people and faces. Yeah, I love uh, exp their expressions and whatnot, right. and, and you know. A, a bacon lettuce tomato doesn't have a lot of expression, <laughs> no. so you've got to figure out in light in the the way that light hits food is funky right. most of the time. It's just I, you know I've been I've been a, a photographer for 20 plus years and it's yeah. difficult. I yeah. mean it's just not an easy thing to photograph. And I think your your photos are fantastic. So yeah, I would have thought early like right off just seeing the stuff that you were that you've been shooting food that that's just what you do, you know. And I mean like I've I've, I've watched documentaries about food photographers who have to create their own. Uh, catapult so they could throw the asparagus and the tomatoes together at the exact same time, you know, and they, they'll hit each other midair and, and the water will spray off and, you know, and they'll get the photo. I, that is not me. I mean, I'm not, I'd much rather take a candid photo, you know, street photography image than anything else. So on your blog, I mean, would you, are you a professional blogger? that and I feel like it's so funny because I have a full-time job right so having a full-time job and then doing this on the side is kind of stressful sometimes mm -hmm. there are definitely days where I'm like I'm done mm, yeah like I'm done with it like I trust me I, I know what you're yeah. talking about <laughs> podcast <They're> just, yeah <laughs> you're just like I'm over it this is so much extra work what's it getting for me what am I doing I'm not being paid for it at this current time like what's going on with it and then I remember all the amazing people I've met and all the great restaurants I get to try out their new menus and I just have this amazing community that's been built from it 
So I don't know if I'd call myself a professional blogger by any means. Maybe a professional foodie. But maybe not a professional blogger yet. I just... I just don't know technically what that means still. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, I, am I right? You've had some sponsored gigs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. so tell, tell us about those. And so I'll get contacted by PR companies to just come out, either try some new menus, try different, you know, like had a syrup lady contact me. <laughs> hey, will you use our syrup and see how it tastes? And if you like it, will you feature us? They're never paid. I just don't feel like I'm at that point. I've started this, what, like a few months ago. It really hasn't been around that long. I don't have a massive following by any means. So I do think that it's something that I've been sponsored to do. I've gone to a hotel and stayed and kind of, you know, tried out the food, tried out, you know, the hotel, let them know how it is. And those things, I mean, they're paid for for me, but I'm not being paid to write them. And if I don't like it, I'm not going to write about it. I have a lot of people ask me, oh, why is, you know, this section on your blog so empty for St. Louis? I've been to a lot of places, but one, I might have gone at nighttime. I didn't get to photograph because I'm a natural light person. Or two, I might have not had the best experience, and I'm not going to write a horrible review on someone because I'm not a critic. Right. I'm just not. Like, I'll tell you about the places I love so yeah. you can try those. And if I'm talking to you and we're talking about a restaurant, I go, eh, I went there and I didn't love it. I'm not going to write about that on my blog because I'm not a critic. I can't right. professionally give that type of thing. I think a lot of people get that confused. I'm not a, you know, not a reviewer. I don't go in. They don't give me every single thing on the menu and say, tell us what you think of everything. So it is. It's just a little bit different than what I think a lot of people think when they think food blogger. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, you you started this blog because you wanted to connect with the culture and people. Right. And, and what the blog has turned into is a connection point for people to the places that you like. And okay, so why sure. would you say negative things, right? You're, you're right. trying to connect people with positive experiences. Right. It sounds like, I don't want to put words yeah, in your no, mouth, no, it's true. but it seems like that's what your, that was what your intentions were. Yeah. And the blog has, to, in some, to some level, fulfilled your desire to meet people right. and to create community. And then... Uh, and and so now, why would you? Yeah, why would you cr- 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 yeah. critique something you put in a negative down? Mode? And maybe they were having an off day. Right. Uh, maybe. Or maybe the falafel's just terrible. But, yeah, maybe. You know what? <laughs> but they were nice people. Whatever it right. is, and some people. I mean, people have different tastes. That's number one. I have to remind people: like your taste buds are different than everyone else's. I'm a California person, so sometimes the things that I like are not what other people like out here. I always say the style differences between California and here are your actual style, salads, and parallel parking. <laughs> Those are just the things, I mean. And I think sushi. You could add sushi. Oh, my God, yes. That is very different. There are just some things that, you know, they're different, and there are things out here that you don't get out there. So, I mean, for me, like, I have preferences because that's what I was raised on, and that's what I like, and that's my taste buds. And then some other people go, oh, my gosh, how can you even eat that? And yeah. I look at them and I go, how do you eat Provel cheese? Right, right. <laughs> and they're just like, what do you mean? As they stuff it in their face. Right. And I'm like, okay, sure. So I think it is. I mean, I want to create a positive place. I want to have a positive, bright, very bright blog. I'm sure you've noticed it's just it's, very... It's yes. colorful. <laughs> it's very bright. I just like that happy-go-lucky feeling that you get eating so it's like why not bring that to a blog and make that just a positive experience for everybody else too yeah absolutely so where, where do you want feed me with amanda i had to make sure i got it right <laughs> feed me with amanda.com where do you want that to take you i mean where do you hope it leads you know i i'm not always sure this is like that question you know at interviews are like where do you see yourself in five years right. and you're like well, i don't know i mean i just really hope that it can get to a point where it 
you know, it has more on it to do with maybe St. Louis restaurants. Maybe it has some more just depth to it because it is still in its growing stages. I have to remind people sometimes it hasn't been around for years. Mm-hmm. So it's been a few months. Um, I think part, let me interrupt real quick because yeah. I think part of why people maybe, maybe think it's been around for a long time yeah. is because it's it's well put together, right? I mean, it, I mean, it well just is. The branding is yeah. good. The 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 graphics are good. They don't yeah. feel like you clipped it out of somewhere. It's right. a, it's like some like free Tumblr blog, right. you know, that anybody could have. It right. feels like it's a it's put together well and and uh, built by someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. So I think maybe that's why people think it's, it's been around. Nice. Yeah. I have some really talented friends that I've been able to you know refer to and ask uh, for help. My logo is beautifully made. Ricardo, you can check that out on my blog. Um, Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do, I think that, you know, a lot of people also think that I do this full time. I'll get um, calls from PR agencies and they're like, hey, can you come in at 10 a.m.? And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> Actually, right, can right. I do it on a weekend? And so that takes up a lot of my time, too, on the weekends going in and going to maybe two or three restaurants so that I can photograph and taste the food and it's not just taking a picture and then saying oh it was good like I'm going to taste that food that I'm going to eat because I'm not going to tell you oh yeah it was really good and I actually have no preference sure and it's free food yeah hello (laughs) which everybody eat all of it it is really great not all of them are free some of them are just my favorite places and I just go there mm-hmm. way too often. Yeah. And so everybody's like, Amanda, you have like 12 ice cream cones. How do you go to Isis Plain and Fancy that often? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so do you me. have to say on your blog that it's a sponsored thing? Like if it is a sponsored thing, like if they give you stuff? Um, so on uh, Instagram, it is a part of your thing. You have to do like a hashtag ad, okay. hashtag sponsor. And I like to, to let people know for the most part. But I straight up tell the people that I'm going to, hey, if you're going to pay for my meal, cool, but if you're feeding me something, I don't like it. I'm not going mm-hmm. to feature you on the blog right. because that's just not who I am. And so it might be, you know, providing you with free food, and that is giving you some type of gift in return. But on the blog, for the most part, I don't really mention it. I do on Instagram, but if that's something people want, let me know so mm-hmm. I can tell you that it's, you know, been paid for food. Um, but for the most part, most bloggers... When they go out, you start to get free things just because people are like, oh, yeah, here you go. And if you write honestly enough, I don't think it's necessary to always put that it's sponsored. But I know that, like, there are laws about it on Instagram and Twitter and whatever else. Well, like, so do people recognize you? Like, are you finding that, like, you're walking into a place and they're like, it's Amanda. (laughs) Make it better than normal. (laughs) I never really want to be at that point where it's, like, too over the top, but I've made friends with certain people. So going into Chouquette, I can see Patrick and be like, oh, hey, bud, like, how's it going? And be able to talk to him about stuff and go into different places. And we know each other and, you know, we're polite to each other. Go into Pizzoli and Scott's like, oh, man, do you check those pictures today? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's like, I, I plan on seeing them. And he's just really super friendly. And it's never to the point where I feel like they're changing the quality of their food. And I don't want it to be at that point. Because I've been places like D.C. and a friend will loudly say something like, well, she's a food blogger. And they're like, oh, and they start to pay special attention to you. Sure. And it was very weird to me because I was like, they have no idea who I am. They actually don't even know if I'm a food blogger. Right. They probably don't even really care who I am, but they hear that term and they start freaking out because they don't really understand what it is all the time. So they start changing some things. Mm. So it is, it's an interesting experience for sure, but I, I don't think I've reached that point yet, and I don't know if that's ever something that I want because right. I want to be able to give a genuine experience to people. I mean, I think my entire, like reference to food critics yeah. is like Seinfeld mm-hmm. but I think that happened in Seinfeld where like <laughs> yeah. the food guy would show up and then right. everyone 
would freak out. Everybody freaks uh, out and they panic and then they make your food different. It's like, I don't want my food made differently for me. I want you to make it exactly how you're making it for the guy next to me yeah. so that I can be honest when I tell people, oh man, this place was awesome. Yeah, an authentic experience. Yeah. Right, and then they go and they're like, actually, my food looked nothing like that. You know, like when you go to fast food places and they have the picture right. of it and right. then you look at your actual whatever it is and you're sure. like, what is this? Yeah, right. I never want that to be the experience. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I have photographed for a certain burger place. Oh, yeah. And I won't say which one. Right. But it doesn't look like... The weird stuff they use, too, to, like, style it. Like, not even sometimes right. the actual food. That's right. And they, like, color it, and they use hairspray. And I'm like, what are you using hairspray for? Correct. It's yeah. just very odd. There are people that are, that are, that are on set that are, that are decorating the burger. Right. And, and it, literally, they'll, they'll continue to make things and pull the, the old right. one away and make sure it's perfect. It's a crazy world. But they're out to sell cheeseburgers, so... Right, and that's the difference, is I never want to be media to the point where somebody pays me and I just do it and make it look good and make it look good. I want to be like, this is my genuine experience, you're going to have the same experience when you go. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Because we get so much media pushed at us, so many things, clothing, food, everything in yeah. our lives, and it's like, no, I don't want to do that for people, I want to show them the good stuff. Well, you want to be authentic. Yeah, and I think sure. I think that, that it, when that rings through in a blog, on Instagram, like wherever it is, right. uh, I think that people, that really is a connection point for people when things are authentic. Okay, well, here we are at the end of the end of the cast here. Yeah. Uh, we ask the same question every time. If, if you could do anything and you knew you could not fail, what would you do? I know. I knew this was coming and I didn't even prepare for it. <laughs> um, I think I would be able I'm able to do something where I can bring in my event planner life, mix it in with some food, kind of do a lifestyle website, and then also just do something that supports the local community as well as, it's going to sound like so over the top, nonprofit in some way, um, really just support the community as a whole, um, help those, you know, in the area that are lower income and maybe have them realize, you know, they can do the same things that I'm doing. These are some ways that you can work within the community to do these things, to not have it be such a divided community and really just bring people together and celebrate. My favorite thing is just to celebrate. I yeah, love it. And I love making awesome. people happy, and that's something that I wish that everybody could provide. So, you know, I still consider myself a young person trying to make my living. So yeah. one day, I hope I can do something along those lines. Very cool. So yeah. are you living your dream? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> We're hoping that it's going to keep going, and I really do think that this blog is my dream right now, and it's really just a passion project for me that I don't know if I'd be in the same place here in San Luis without it. That's awesome. So where can people find you online and social media, etc.? Um, so my blog is feedmewithamanda.com. And it's more than a blog. I mean, it's recipe. It really is. It it is. It isn't even set up like a blog. Yeah. No, so it's not. I mean, it is a website, but it is a blog. Right. Uh, in that in that sense, but but sometimes when I hear blog, I feel like oh, right. it's a blog. Yeah. Great. I can hear your opinion on things. It's not. It is, but it is not that. Yeah. So go check it out. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. What it's else? Just different. Um, Instagram. Feed me with Amanda. Um, it's a feed me underscore with Amanda. Twitter is just Amanda Willens. And then you can find my spelling of my name on my website. And then Facebook. I also have a Facebook page, Feed Me With Amanda. That's so awesome. you can find me on any one of those things. And you can contact me through my website. And I love to hear from people. I love DMs from people on Instagram. That's my favorite thing, honestly, when you see that little orange dot. Sure. Like, that's my favorite thing on there. Love that really gets me just jazzed. True interaction, right? <laughs> yeah. Real life interaction. I really do love it. Well, that is awesome. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. 
thank you to Blueprint Coffee for letting us come and grab this back booth and, uh, and, and conduct this interview here. I want to thank uh, Matt Rodocker, who is our producer. Again, I just thank you, Amanda. You're awesome. She brought me gifts. For all the people that I interview after this, she brought me gifts. I'm, I'm not saying you have to bring me gifts, but I'm just saying like she did. Um, and they look delicious. And just thank you for your time. Thank you for, for hanging out. And I'm excited about what you're doing. I'm going to continue to pay attention to what you got going on and I'm, I'm going to try some of the places that you love Perfect. which I probably haven't yet I'm, I'm new here-ish too so we're going to with that we're going to sign off say goodbye Amanda bye Amanda <laughs> and keep dreaming St. Louis keep, keep doing your thing keep jumping keep pushing into it hobby, entrepreneur whatever it is don't forget to jump don't forget to say yes this is how we're going to make these things happen make our dreams a reality so keep jumping in do your thing alright bye bye